Welcome to the Worship Podcast for Grace Episcopal Church in Newton, Massachusetts, for Sunday, November 22, 2020. I'm Regina Walton, pastor and rector of Grace Church. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, we invite you to join us at Grace. Today we observe a Grace Church tradition called Thanksgiving Sunday, which is always the Sunday before Thanksgiving. I'm not really sure what the origin of this tradition was. I'll have to ask Don Kennedy, our parish historian, or some Grace elders. At our outdoor Eucharist, the altar will once again be decorated with vegetables donated by a small group of parishioners who wish to honor the farmers in their families. These veggies will then be packed up and brought to St. Stephen's in the South End to be distributed among the Thanksgiving baskets of their food pantry. It's always good to have another opportunity to give thanks for what we have. Most of the rest of the Episcopal Church and the other liturgical churches are celebrating what's called Christ the King Sunday today. Whatever you call it, it's also the last Sunday of the season after Pentecost, or what's known as Ordinary Time. I think we can all agree that Ordinary Time actually ended a while back in March. Though these extraordinary times continue, Advent begins next week, the season of preparation and expectation as we await the birth of Jesus at Christmas. If you've been a bit lax in your Grace Today e-newsletter reading, now is a good time to tune back in. We've got a number of opportunities to help those in need, which will be announced there. We also have a number of special events coming for Advent and Christmas. As much as possible, we are not canceling our beloved traditions. We are simply reimagining them. Have a safe and happy and small and careful Thanksgiving this week. Give thanks for what you have, and please don't give anybody your germs. May God bless and keep us, and help us to bless and keep others. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be God's kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks. 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Father, we give you thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season and for the labors of those who harvest them. Make us, we pray, faithful stewards of your great bounty for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need to the glory of your name. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries, and will bring them into their own land. And I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the watercourses and in all the inhabited parts of the land. I will feed them with good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel shall be their pasture. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and they shall feed on rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I will make them lie down, says the Lord God. I will seek the lost, and I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak, but the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them with justice. Therefore, says the Lord God to them, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you pushed with flank and shoulder and butted at all the weak animals with your horns until you scattered them far and wide, I will save my flock, and they shall no longer be ravaged, and I will judge between sheep and sheep. I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd, and I, the Lord, will be their God, and my servant David shall be prince among them. I, the Lord, have spoken. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Harden not your hearts, as your forebears did in the wilderness. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to him with songs. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the caverns of the earth and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. 
for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Harden not your hearts as your forebears did in the wilderness. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 15 to 23. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, And for this reason I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet, and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, 
When the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand, and the goats at his left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me, naked, and you did not give me clothing, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. The Gospel of the Lord Praise to you, Lord Christ. When I was a toddler, I loved to have my mom read to me. I especially liked to ask her to read when she was on the phone, eating lunch, sitting for a brief moment, or doing anything remotely related to self-care. <laughs> One of my favorite books to read with her was Mr. Brown Can Moo, Can You? by Dr. Seuss. We would make all of the animal noises together, and I would moo and cluck and neigh, and woof, and meow, just like my animal friends. I was one of them, in a sense. In my toddler logic, if I mooed like a, t like a cow, I was performing the action of a cow, and therefore, I was a cow. The thing about sheep and goats, though, is this. They both say, bah. So I always had to distinguish myself in other ways. 
This bit of toddler wisdom has served me well on numerous occasions, because it is a rare adage that can prove true throughout the whole of one's life. If one is a cow or chicken or horse, one interacts with them differently. They are treated in accordance with their needs as an animal. To state it without the animal metaphors, creatures are treated differently based on how they behave. Perhaps a more adult way of articulating it is this. When people show you who they are, believe them and act accordingly. We see this prominently in our readings today, the Feast of Christ the King. The notion of Christ as king is a complicated one. While monarchies have largely fallen out of favor in terms of more representative forms of government, a commonality that remains is a central figure, a king, a president, prime minister, serves as a head of a government. The purpose of a government, some would say, is to create a system of living for all the members of a given community. In our first reading, Ezekiel likens this position to that of a shepherd, in charge of their community of sheep. As a good shepherd, God will go around finding the lost, sick, malnourished, injured sheep and set about working to make their lives better. Ezekiel also states that the fattened, stronger sheep, who left behind the weaker ones and bullied the smaller ones out of food and resources, will be judged and cast out, and the rest of the flock will be saved. We find a similar story in the Gospel. Jesus the King has come back and is seated upon his throne in glory and he separates the people into two groups, the proverbial sheep and goats. To the sheep, he offers a world of paradise and care which has been intended from the very foundations of the earth. And to the goats, he offers misery and eternal fire. In both of these stories, the different groups are judged according to the way they behave in community. Their actions determine who they are, regardless of what they say. Sheep or goat, everyone still says, bah! Being a sheep or a goat is a moral judgment on our actions, specifically on how we behave toward one another in our flock or community. Those who act out of self-centeredness, who choose to ignore their suffering neighbors, will be condemned. And those who act in solidarity with their neighbors, sharing their resources and caring for one another, will be saved. This is the system of government under Christ the King and Christ the Shepherd. This is how we will be judged accordingly. Caring for one another at Grace is not a new phenomenon. In my year and a half year, I've heard story after story of members stepping up to support one another and share the bounty they have. I'm a bit biased, but I'm especially proud of the work that Rowan and our youth group have, do have done. From baking pies to raise money for their canceled spring service trip, to utilizing funds and socially distanced culinary skills 
to make sandwiches to support Common Cathedral this month. Members of our community are involved in many efforts to care for one another in light of the COVID-19 epidemic. From organizing Zoom meetings, to prevent isolation, to purchasing and donating groceries for the many folks in the greater Boston area who are at risk of hunger. Certainly, I don't mean to glamorize the pandemic in any way, but it seems to me that in the midst of tragedy, many priorities become clearer and we are better able to see what truly matters. We at Grace have co-created an amazing new mission, vision, and value statement, which tells the world how much we care about one another. As we approach Thanksgiving, I cannot tell you just how blessed I am to be part of such a giving community. And in this spirit of Thanksgiving for what we do have, I would urge us all to think deeply. How can we best care for our loved ones right here, right now? What can we, as Grace, do to show our care? How are we saying, bah? Are we sheep or are we goats? I pray that God continues to work in me to guide me in the way of the sheep. May God also recognize us all in their flock. Amen. Let us affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us lift our prayers to the Lord. I ask your prayers for the Church around the world, for the Anglican Communion and the Episcopal Church, and all its Lady clergy, and bishops. I ask your prayers for this community of Grace Church, that in these challenging times we will live out our values of welcoming, love, belonging, inquiry, wonder, celebration, and service. I ask your prayers for a clear path forward as we work with many partners to remedy the safety issues of Grace's bell tower. May God grant us the wisdom to choose a path that honors our history, safeguards our future, and draws us into deeper faithfulness and mission now. We pray with wholehearted trust that God will guide us in each step and meet us in our need. We pray for Grace's vestry, rector, and parish leadership, and give thanks for their labor on behalf of our church home. I ask your prayers for our nation, 
for all those suffering from the coronavirus, for all those who are elderly, have pre-existing conditions, and who who lack access to quality medical care, for those who have lost their livelihood due to the pandemic. I ask your prayers for the world, for all people, and for all creation. May our Creator lead us and all people into ways of justice and peace, and awaken in us a desire to live sustainably on this earth. I ask your thanksgivings for all the blessings of this life. For those celebrating birthdays this week, Laura, John, Eileen, and Catherine. In our parish cycle of Thanksgiving, we give thanks for our Minister of Christian Formation for Children and Youth, Rowan Lawson, who guides our children, youth, and parents with groundedness and good humor as they grow up in God. I ask your prayers for those in need, remembering those on our prayer list and those we name aloud now. May God heal and restore all those who suffer in body, mind, and spirit, and make us willing agents of your compassion. I ask your prayers for those who have died, especially Argert Berg and Ken Green, and for those who we name now. May God comfort those who mourn, and bring them peace in their time of loss. Holy God. You have called us to be a source of spiritual restoration and strength. Make us conduits of divine love, following the example of Jesus. Help us to companion the vulnerable, heal division, and confront and dismantle inequality. Give us your grace now and always. Amen.
The peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Thank you to everyone who contributed to our worship podcast for today. Thank you to Dora Gary, our seminarian, for offering the sermon today. We thank the Grace Church Choir, featuring section leaders Kristen Buaben, Diane Drost, Stephen Im, and John Yanis, joined today by Linda Hosfeld. We also thank our music director and organist, Chris Hosfeld. Thank you to our lectors, Austin Stewart and Diane Drost, and our lay reader, James Chen. You can find out more about Grace Church on our website, gracenewton.org. We hope you join us again next week. Thank you.